0: Welcome to a new short episode of Investing in Regenerative Agriculture and Food. Today, I'm talking to Professor Angela Karp, Director for Science Innovation Engagement and Partnerships at Rossumstad Research. We will talk about the Shake Climate Change Program, a three and a half million pound climate change fund established to shake the agri-food sector and make, and I really love this, agriculture part of the solution. Welcome to another episode of Investing in Regenerative Agriculture. Investing as if the planet mattered. A podcast show where I talk to the pioneers in the regenerative food and agriculture space to learn more on how to put our money to work to regenerate soil, people, local communities, and ecosystems while making an appropriate and fair return. Why my focus on soil and regeneration? Because so many of the pressing issues we face today have their roots in how we treat our land, grow our food, and what we eat. And it's time that we as investors big and small and consumers start paying much more attention to the dirt soil underneath our feet before we get started i've been recording these interviews next to my day job and i will definitely continue to do so and release about an episode a month but at the same time i would love to take this further share more interviews there are many more stories to share on investing in regenerative food and agriculture more depth improve the quality maybe even doing some video series So I started a Patreon community, which makes it easy to support creators like myself. If these podcasts have been of value to you, and if you have the means, I invite you to support me and make this happen. For more information, please find the link to my Patreon account in the description below. And now without further ado, the interview. Enjoy. Welcome Anja. Hello. And so I had the great pleasure of visiting the facility, I think about a month ago, and saw a bit more background of what's been happening in your research facility focus on soil. But for the people who haven't done that or haven't come across your work and your name, what is Rothenstedt Research?
1: So Rothenstedt Research is a research station that's been, for the last 175 years, been studying agricultural sciences. And we were founded by someone who was uh, really interested in how to improve soils for crops and crop production, um discovered superphosphate uh, fertilisers. and uh, since then, we've been working on agriculture, and particularly towards sustainable agricultural systems.
0: And this is quite a big step. What you've announced uh, very recently is the Shake Climate Change Program. Can you explain in a few words, I mean, there's a lot behind it, but why you're so um, happy you're making this step to an accelerator and a fund and to really go to the entrepreneurial side of things?
1: I think it's a very exciting moment because we know that the clock is ticking and that we need to find solutions to climate change as quickly as possible. So what's exciting about this program is it brings together the robustness and the historical background of science, but into an arena where you have entrepreneurial thinking. And that will bring a speed and acceleration and sort of energy and a, a new ways of thinking that scientists don't necessarily bring. But the advantage is that when those new ideas come from the entrepreneurs, we have the technologies, the scientific expertise, and the whole pool of experts around us here to help test them rigorously so what they're developing can be, you know, the sort of proof of concept stage can be quickly evolved into something that we can we know is going to really work when it goes out there.
0: And. I mean, I love the making agriculture part of the solution. I think it's why we're all excited about the sector, because it's one of those sectors where you not only have a huge negative impact at the moment, but a huge potential to have a positive impact. And I think it's absolutely crucial. There's there's more attention for that. So can you explain a bit what the program entails, what an entrepreneur, maybe listening to this podcast, what he or she as a team or he or she as a person can see coming if they if they would apply?
1: Sure. So... The program is supported by a consortium that involves Rothamsted, Cranfield University, University College London and University of Hertfordshire. And we are all aware of some very powerful technologies that could be brought to the fore here to help agriculture become part of the solution and not just uh, the problem, which is often what it seemed to be at the moment. So we know that Agricultural practices result in emissions of greenhouse gases, release carbon from the soil, and so on. But if you look at there are many steps in the agricultural process where we could introduce new innovations, which would actually turn that right around. It could be in the soil practices, it could be in storage, it could be around transport. It could be uh, novel ways of actually cultivating, for example, new machinery. There's lots of areas where new thinking could actually turn around this whole, whole business from being a cost, if you like, to the environment, to something which is actually helping us solve climate change.
0: And the research center, I mean, I've, I've seen there. there's one room, actually, there are multiple. I've seen, I've seen one of them. Um, where you can basically go back 175 years of soil samples, because you have to been doing research on the same estate of land, basically for the last 175 years. What kind of value does that bring to, or what kind of interest does it bring to entrepreneurs that so they can go back so far in time and see if certain things would have helped or worked, or how would that help um, entrepreneurs applying for the program?
1: It's hugely helpful because we are able to cast our, our look backwards in time which helps us actually predict how things may have an impact going forwards in time. Because by looking backwards, we can see how agricultural systems have responded to interventions in the past, uh, to changes in the environment in the past, and how indeed agricultural practices have resulted in changes in the environment around them in the past. So all of that can be brought to the, board, brought to the front in terms of, predicting what a new innovation might mean in the future. We can use a lot of that data in modelling, uh, in scenario building, and indeed we have testing environments here on site. So, for example, we have areas of land which have not had any cultivation for you know, very long periods of time. We have areas that have been left fallow and then converted into grass or converted into crops, So we have many variations of testing environments in which new innovations could be tried out on. So if, for example, someone has a sensor, a probe, a new technique, um, has a way of of applying a new process, we have a whole pile of experimental uh, areas in which that could be tested out. And then our partners, for example, at Cranfield, they have other testing facilities. So do UCL. So, in fact, and Hertfordshire. Between us, we can enable entrepreneurs to use our data, regain from our understanding of agricultural systems, which is deeply rooted in a profound understanding of agriculture, and go out and experiment and try out their innovations on the farm, in fields, and in laboratory conditions or using equipment, which is really geared towards answering those types of issues.
0: And, I mean, you have basically uh, an opportunity to test in, in in a moderate climate. I mean, you're in the UK. Um, does that mean the potential applicants have to be from the UK or, or what does that mean for, for innovations? Do they have to be focused on that type of farms that, that you can find in the UK or how does it work?
1: Yes. So at least the foundation that's behind the funding for this would like to see the innovation has been developed and tested in the UK. Uh, we would like entrepreneurs, ventures to be based here for the period of time to demonstrate how an impact could be had from their, from their idea in the UK. But of course, that doesn't preclude the fact that it could have relevance globally. But we, we couldn't be supporting something that would be hugely specialised, say for only African or sub-Saharan African areas, the focus would initially have to be on the UK agricultural systems.
0: Yeah, that's clear. And obviously the foundation that's behind that um, mm. has a very strong roots in in the UK. So it's uh, an easy one in that sense. And there's a lot to do, obviously, in, in moderate climates. And if you look throughout Europe, I mean, there's an incredible need for this kind of innovations. And what does the programme offer me as an entrepreneur? Well, what, what are the faces? What, what do I have to prepare for? What do I get when I, I want to apply?
1: So the program is structured around four phases, and I think the two there are two ways in which it is quite different from many other accelerator programs. Um, one way is that is partially tailored, in the sense that in some of the phases we very much look at what the venture needs, and we draw from a pool of experts in order to make sure each individual entrepreneur has the skill base, the supporting them, that's suitable for that innovation. So if I just talk you through those steps, you'll see that it, it becomes increasingly like that as we go down the phases. So in, in phase one, it's a four-day workshop where about 30 entrepreneurs will be invited and we'll be working with them in a, in a very quite intense program, helping them build up their ideas and then pitching to a group, a group who will select 10 to move into the next phase. But we aim that by the end of those four days, all of those entrepreneurs will have benefited from being there, that they will have taken their ideas and built much better ideas by the end of those four days. And even if they don't make it into the next phase, they'll have had some gain from being part of that. And we'll also be trying to refer them to other programs where they may be able to take their ideas if they're not successful in moving into the next phase. Bearing in mind that one of the big criteria will be what will be the impact on climate change. So it's not just about how viable that idea might be. In the second, so the first phase, I said 34 days, but in the second phase, we're running it over about two months, two and a half months. And then there'll be some structured days of learning where, for example, an entrepreneur will come. And in the morning, they might have a presentation. And that could be anything from agri-tech, farming. Uh, It could be about financing, markets. It could be about risk or investment or how to build a good team. And they'll have some action learning associated with that. And then in the afternoon, mentors will sit down and work with them and work on an individual basis and say, "Okay, how are you going to adopt that learning and, and take it up and improve your business as a result of it? We will also have a look at the ventures that make it into phase two, and we will tailor some very specific learning for some of them, depending on what they need. So, let, for example, let's suppose that one of them is working specifically in livestock and they're the only venture that is, is working in the livestock area. There's no necessarily point taking everyone onto a livestock farm or into some livestock experts, but we would try to organize that for that venture so they get a real opportunity to talk to customers in that space, to test something out, to listen and understand what's going on in that sector. So in those two to three months, it will be a mix of structured and tailored learning with the aim of trying to maximize the chance of every one of those 10 ventures really improving their idea and their business idea, going out, talking to customers, testing it in different environments, uh, and, and really sort of soundproofing it with the sector And almost being challenged by experts in the science so that they know that by the end of it all, where their weaknesses are, what they need to build on, who to go to if they need help. And they're in the best possible space at the end of that two to three months. They will then pitch to an investment panel who will choose about five. And those five will receive a seed fund of up to 140,000 with which to uh, go forward then and develop their venture. And here we are a bit different from other accelerators because we have then a prolonged aftercare, because we're aware that for many entrepreneurs, it's when you scale up and try to then move on that often big problems arise. And we tend to provide them with the support so that if those problems are there, they'll always have a mentor. We can always bring in an expert. We even will keep a contingency fund should they need to pivot and do something else. And that prolonged aftercare, we will help them and mentor them and try to help them get the investment they need to then move on and, if you like, move out of the program because they've become so successful. They've been able to attract significant investment and move forward by themselves. So that's the program that we we have. So phase one is the intense course. Phase two is the tailored structured learning. Phase three is this period of aftercare. And then phase four, they move out of the program, hopefully with great investment behind them, but we would ask them to become part of our alumni. So you will never lose them completely. They can always benefit from our ecosystem should they need it.
0: Uh, It sounds extremely interesting, especially for companies or ideas or teams that are in that, that early, early stage phase and that need a lot of structuring, a lot of very practical things, but also huge decisions to make. Where their company is going to go in an extent to 15, 20, 30 years, as anybody working in this space probably knows, it's, it's a long term game. We're playing long term games here, meaning that the beginning is, is so crucial as you have to make some some very important decisions and you can get you can use all the help that's out there, basically.
1: Absolutely. And we're also aware that the agri tech sector, you know, it's not necessarily going to be quick and easy wins. It might be that you need to do field trials, for example, and you might only be able to do one every year. So it's not an it's not like working in uh, you know other sectors where you can turn things around necessarily really quickly. So we need to be there supporting them in those longer journeys as well as some of the the shorter, quicker wins, which you know a lot of people go for because they can see a faster return in agriculture. It's not necessarily going to be like that. And we're trying to change agriculture around. What we're hoping for as a result of this program is a step change in the future that's going to impact on climate change in a long lasting way. People will be doing things differently, we hope, as a result of this program, which is going to, as we say, make agriculture
0: part of the solution. And I will definitely link all the information below with all the questions also around the convertible loan and how you invest and if you can apply and how you can apply. So look in the show notes if you want more information on that. But now a very important question. When is the deadline for the first phase?
1: The deadline for the first phase is 12th of August. And the the Little intense workshop will run from the 27th to the 30th of August, around that time.
0: So for anybody interested,
1: Mm.
0: go and check out the website and see if it fits you and see if you can help shake up the climate yeah thank you so much Angela. thank you if you found the investing in regenerative agriculture and food podcast valuable there are a few simple ways you can use to support it number one rate and review the podcast on your podcast app that's the best way for other listeners to find the podcast and it only takes a few seconds number two share this podcast on social media or email it to your friends and colleagues number three If this podcast has been of value to you and if you have the means, please join my Patreon community to help grow this platform and allow me to take it further. You can find all the details on patreon.com slash regenerative agriculture or in the description below. Thank you so much and see you at the next podcast.